Hello and welcome back to the Unboxable Unstoppable podcast with me, Elena Turley. I am the creator of the Soul Mama Academy and the Soul Mama Hub. The Soul Mama Academy helps women who are feeling lost and craving clarity and connection uh, with a group coaching model and also a community. And we meet a couple of times a month and we also do activation workshops that are practical. And uh, we just closed our doors for the next few months until next year. If you'd like to get on the wait list, head to Soul Mama Academy, as it sounds, S-O-U-L-M-A-M-A, academy.com and get on our VIP wait list and you'll receive a couple of freebies and I'd love to see your name pop up. The podcast this week is actually really just me checking in with you guys. It's an interesting time in Sydney where we live for a number of reasons. The children have just gone back to school. There's been a lot of change in our community over the last six months or so as we emerge now from four months, I'd say, four or five months of learning at home with the children. I don't say homeschooling because I know that homeschooling is a philosophy in itself and it became a shortcut term for children learning at home uh, when schools were closed during COVID. But I just want to acknowledge all the homeschoolers out there and and I know that it's different. So I try to call it learning at home, even though in the vernacular, everyone just called it homeschooling. Um, But yeah, no disrespect to your philosophy if you are a homeschooler. I know that's a whole particular lifestyle and unschooling and the unschooling movement is one that I really respect. So anyway, kudos to all you guys. But um, I guess what's interesting about things at the moment is that we're, we're now experiencing the great restart, right? So this is the, that time, you know, the back to normal. I shudder when I say that, but I actually don't believe we do go back to normal. I believe that we move forward into a different future that is informed by our experience in the present. And our experience in the present is largely determined by who we are and the choices we make. So let's bring that power right back to us. Let's bring that empowering thought right into our consciousness and really understand that with our choices and our decisions and our experience, we make the future. We make the future based on how we behave in the present and how we feel in the present. It's not just about, you know, a dry kind of logical decision. This is about how we feel in our consciousness. So how do we raise our consciousness or, or shift our perception to prioritise the things that are important for ourselves, for our families and for our environment? And that's a lot about what the Soul Mama Academy is focused on as well, is just how can we shift our paradigm and up-level ourselves and our lives in order to incorporate different ways of being, different choices, different ways of living as custodians of this beautiful planet and of our own health and of our family's health and well-being. So I guess what's been really interesting for me in this last week or so is I got challenged, you know, I've been challenged to really apply a lot of the things that I share with members of the Academy. And, you know, just like anybody else, my commitment to those values comes and goes a little. It comes and goes a little depending on where exactly in life I am and what's going on in life. And, you know, it's this is a time of great change for myself and my family. We are moving house. We are changing our focus a little bit as I develop this business and as my children grow up a little older and my first child starts school next year, you know, so that's a big shift. And 
I think particularly for the women who've been the carers, the main carers of their children, you know, the, the final child starting school is a huge moment in time. Even the year leading up to that, or a child starting daycare for that matter, it's it, it involves a change uh, for women from being 100%, you know, responsible carers. And if, if that's what you have been, not everybody has been, of course, but if that's what you have been for me, it's been a real shift from, you know, I'm the one that's responsible every day for their well-being and then and then I start to share that responsibility with carers and it also gives me a little bit of time freed up for my own projects for my own you know uh, my own inspirations and and work my own work and and all those things and it's been a fascinating kind of process really to determine okay well what do I really want to do with this newfound freedom and it feels like a real responsibility at times because, you know, how many times in your life do you get to kind of choose and restart? And there's a couple of restart levels occurring here, isn't there, when you think about it? There's the restart on a wider, more collective level as we emerge and live and work out how to adapt in a COVID world. Then there's the incredible um, opportunity that you have as a mother once your children start school or start daycare to emerge and adapt and in a similar way kind of restart or recreate the way that you live um, given this opportunity of, of maybe some more time and even if you need to work if you need to work full-time or in a corporate position or in a, a, a less flexible working environment it's still an opportunity to choose that environment isn't it when you restart your career so I guess I wanted to share a couple of principles that uh, really help me one of those principles is just to use intuition and to understand the immense power that we have in us as women, especially childbearing women. We have a particular kind of, um, and I'm not saying, you know, we're more important or more special, not at all. Everyone is special and important, there's no doubt. But what I mean is there's a particular skill that comes from having um, bore children and raised them maybe for a little while and, and those skills, that particular skill set is very powerful. And I think all too often because women and particularly women returning to work are undervalued generally um, in the mainstream recruitment circles, and that may be changing a little, but often, you know, it's seen as an interruption to your career rather than as, as a huge um, learning curve and of great benefit to any future employer. So I think one thing we need to remember if we are in that position where we're returning to work or creating a business of our own is that we are very powerful and we must own that power. We must remember the great value of that power and don't accept anything less. Don't accept that being undervalued. If you can help it, walk into a space, walk into a job interview, walk into your next opportunity with an understanding of the great power of that experience. Because we know, anyone who's been at home with small children knows the incredible amount of resilience and strength and just perseverance and patience and all of these skills that we must carry into our days just to survive it, let alone to thrive in it. So I would really encourage you to understand if you are still in that stage where you're home with children, 
that you are doing incredible things. And I see you there. I see you every day, maybe not talking to anyone else about all the things you do in a day and all of the pooey jobs and all of the yucky jobs and all of the making food for fussy eaters and all of the going out, leaving the house when all you want to do is lie down and binge Netflix and all of the things that you do. You know, I see you there and and it's incredible the resilience and strength that you are training and don't think it's for nothing because you will take those developments of yourself as a person into your next role whatever that might be and it will only make you better so please understand there is a bigger picture here you're not always going to be in the trenches as carers and things will change and then you will acknowledge oh my gosh that has made me into an incredible person (laughs) because it does and it's powerful and from a martial arts perspective, you know, some of you will know already I'm, I'm a martial artist, I'm training towards a black belt and I'm an instructor and I instruct a women's class and particularly in the women's class we talk a fair bit about power and about, you know, it's it's not a type of power. <laughs> We're not talking about the kind of power that is evil. We're talking about the kind of power that each human being intrinsically has within them and how we foster it. And in martial arts you know, training in the martial arts that I train, we are actively managing that power and managing that energy in every class, in every grading. We're switching it on and off. We're moving it around the room. We're using it to move other people around the room. We're receiving it and redirecting it. There's so many ways that we train how to use that power. We even talk about a tanjun, which is an area a couple of fingers below the belly button where that's like the engine of your life force. So we actually don't use those words. We use Korean words because I train a Korean martial art for just that part of the body. And and we utilize it knowing full well that if we have our dungeon active and if we switch on our power, our techniques work better with less effort. And I can tell you that as a senior martial artist, we well, I'm a junior martial artist. I'm a senior belt. <laughs> I'm really a baby martial artist. But I'm learning all the time about how to utilize that power. And really, um, you know, I've been training for nine years all up over the course of 20, 30 years now. And we become very good at switching it on and off, at moving it around the room. And, you know, anyone in Chinese medicine or any sort of um, non-mainstream modality of medicine or energy work will will tell you this is a tangible thing. And, you know, we know this and maybe it's not well discussed or well talked about, you know, in logical scientific terms. But I tell you what, you speak to a quantum physicist and they will tell you about it. Um, you speak to any kind of deeply scientific person, they will have a way of addressing exactly what we're talking about here. It's about what makes something alive or not. And that life force that energy that we all carry is powerful. And if we learn how to understand it, we learn how to move it around, how to keep it to ourselves, how to share it, not share it, how to utilize it as just another tool in our toolbox. Wow, it's powerful. So I do want to tell you that as a mother, you are intrinsically learning this, whether you realize it or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, you are learning how to conserve your energy or how to spend your energy in a day. You are learning how to conserve other people's energy, your children's energy with good food, with rest, with wholesome and nourishing activities, as opposed to those activities that drain us or drain them. It's very interesting. We are all doing this consciously or unconsciously. 
So I guess I want to remind everybody today that we carry this power within us and it is powerful and it is efficient and it is something we can learn to utilize for good. We can utilize it to be the better custodians of ourselves, our health, our families and our planet or not. Um, But if you are ready to do that, stick around because that's what I'm all about and that's what the academy that I'm building is all about. So I just want to bring this into the conversation. I want to normalize the fact that we are all using or not using our energy in ways that are nourishing or not nourishing. And at some level that is conscious. So let's bring that into our conversations and let's bring that into our consciousness and let's embrace it because it's something that has a great potential for ourselves and our world. And on a daily basis, it means the difference between saying yes to something that you really don't feel a resonance with and you don't want to do or saying no to it where possible when you can. It means the difference between filling your calendar with more and more habits and things that you must do and meal plans and all of the things or not doing that or choosing wisely what you do with your time and with your energy. Um, I I do believe in productivity, but I believe in productivity that goes with the flow, that accepts and surrenders to the moment that you're in right now rather than enforces a schedule. Now, I know everybody's different. If if you're a schedule enforcer and that works for you, well, I love that. You know, you've got to find what works for you. We're all different. For me, it's about surrendering to what's right in front of me. Obviously, there's things that are immovable, you know, school drop-offs, school pickups, various things that we must do. I'm not saying you forget about those, obviously, but I'm just saying leave some freedom in your life so that you can go with your intuition and go with what lights you up that day. Leave a little bit of space. Don't overfill. (laughs) Don't overfill it. So leave some space so that you can still fill your cup with other fun stuff. Um, So yeah, I've really been practicing what I've been preaching in this last week with a huge amount of change going on in our lives and huge amount of just huge, I don't know, just huge. The hugeness of it all is not lost on me at the moment. So I hope this has been of some value to you. I love talking to you guys on this medium on the podcast. And if you love it too, please do share it. Please do spread out spread out that love around. Um, I just want to help as many women as I can to really step into their roles as effortless custodians. And uh, there's so much gold here. So let's keep talking. Lots and lots of love and bye for now. Thank you.